podcast where we guide you through your favorite or not so favorite disney channel original movies thanks for listening i'm josh i'm Lori, and i'm tim <gasps> oh a guest a, a, yeah. re- a recurring guest yeah i'm uh, usually on with the uh, the bobcat boys but uh tonight i'm uh, on for one of my favorite movies so go babysit some strangers kids and try not to get arrested because today we're watching the adventures in babysitting 2016 Adult evening for rival babysitters, Jenny and Lola turns into an adventure in the big city as they hunt for one of the kids who has run away. (gasps) I feel like that was very clumsily worded. Very. There's a lot going on. It's not just that. (laughs) I don't believe that they're even like, I wouldn't really call Lola babysitter. I wouldn't really say it was a dull evening either. Yeah. First things first, though. I saw the cover and I was like, this looks familiar. And then I did a Google search and I was like, this sounds familiar. And then I was like, oh yeah, this is based off that old movie, which I definitely know I saw when I was like seven and it like scarred me. Tim, I think you know more about this. Can you tell us about the old version? Yeah, so the uh, old version was a 1987 version of uh, Adventures in Babysitting. It's, it's got a little bit different of a premise due to the fact that it's in the 80s. It's super dark. There's a lot going on there. Jokes that don't really, uh, you know, make its way to today's culture. Uh, <laughs> things that I'm not going to say, but things that were, were pretty much uh, okay to do in the, in the 80s. Um, and so, you know, like, it's it's cool to see the difference between, like, what this movie was and then Disney kind of taking their own version of it and uh, kind of creating more of a modern uh, ideal, so. Wasn't there a part where they're, like, hanging off of a skyscraper or something? I think that's just the cover. Does that happen in the movie? Um, yeah, so it actually does happen in the movie. It's it's towards the end. Um, the girl who's wearing the Thor uh, hat on the on the 1987 version is actually like holding on for dear life, like yeah, about to fall off and die. <laughs> I re- that's the part that traumatized me when I was a kid. That and the people trying to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's not just people trying to get their car back in, in the new one. It's it's literally they're they're trying to take back certain magazine that has naked women in it. Um, <laughs> Playboy? Playboy. It's Playboy. To, like, okay. I was like, <laughs> do they have to like do the thing where they're like, oh, it's fun oh girl God. to get around copyright infringement? Oh, oh no, they they just like went straight for it. They're like, oh, this is Playboy. This is the uh, centerfold, um, oh, Miss March. Oh. And uh, she just also happens to look like the babysitter. Uh, yeah, oh. like this was, a, I, the movie was like, about babysitters but it definitely wasn't for kids per se the 80s had like an obligatory like if you're an 80s movie you have to have at least one boob scene that like probably doesn't need to be in it that makes no like it's there's one that's like trading spaces yep and that one's super funny not funny because they wouldn't let jamie lee curtis have the part unless she agreed to do a topless scene which she didn't want to do and the topless scene isn't even like important to the plot she's like in the kitchen talking to dan Aykroyd, and then her boobs are out yeah that was the 80s it was a, yeah. a different time <laughs> so now we have a very a very soft um softcore cute... <laughs> we have a very soft and cute cuddly decom movie about babysitters yeah and I, th- I think one of the cool things about the way disney kind of handled this movie too is the fact that it wasn't they, they kind of took what was not okay with the 80s version and turned it into their own and huh. along with that it, it felt like a different movie but at the same time like like I was saying uh, earlier, like they took some of those key elements from the original movie and actually brought it into this, which was really nice because I was expecting to just hate this movie. This one starts out, there's two very different girls. Oh wait, hold on. Before we get started, we're going to fuck up every name in this movie because when I was trying to take the notes, there's a lot of kids to keep track of and I counted it and like, not counted, but like the blonde girl who we find out is jenny later on it takes like 15 minutes for them to even say her name oh, there's no yeah. way for me to like have known the kids names consistently yeah and rule that's rule number one 
Sabrina uh, Carpenter. <laughs> Yeah, we're probably just going to, we can just call them by their, like, the kids were, like, skater girl. And, like, oh, my God, girl, emo so we'll girl. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. princess. <laughs> Speaking of, there's a girl who's, who has binders. Binder girl? Trapper, <laughs> trapper keeper girl. Either way, she was very well organized, had perfect yeah. hair. Mm-hmm. She was, like, getting, she had her shit together. I, we had that girl in class who was a little too organized, and you're like, honey, it's a spelling quiz. Like, like, what files are you keeping here? It's also very like pink and like Elwood's. Oh my gosh! Like horse girl. F- future CEO ready to take on the world. What I actually drove me nuts was the other one, Lola, who was like throwing paint against the canvas and pouring Dr Pepper over the the countertop, and then running out the door to to her Jeep, which the Jeep was really cool, by the way. It had eyelashes. Yeah. Like that was that was badass. Oh but yeah. It's for her photography internship interview, which we find out later. But like, she's painting a lot. For right. Like, a, like that's mm-hmm. art. That's cool. But like, if it's a photography specific, that's when you come together with like a portfolio and you show like your artistic stuff, but then also like your just photography. Like you shouldn't yeah. need a distraction from your photos. Yeah. So both the girls were going to a photography internship interview. They both have very different approaches. The trapper ke- keeper girl was trying to psych herself up. She's like you are confident you are successful you are artistic you have photographic visions whatever and the other girl was like i don't know i'll like make the project the day of that'll be my portfolio it's the biggest day of my life but i'll make it work but let me get a smoothie on the way yeah oh, a smoothie on the way and she's gonna park in the middle of like the fire lane or whatever. Even though she establishes pretty quickly that her parents are very tired of her having like a million parking tickets and they're not going to pay for them anymore. Where it's just like, find a parking spot. You know what was fun about this movie though? The girls could drive. Yeah, they were like older. They were a little older. I know like past Disney people have driven, okay? It was literally in the last movie. But I'm saying it felt like they were true 16, 17, 18 year olds who like had a life. It was a little 18 or 19. Because I felt like she had to be a little bit older because of that inner interaction with the police officer. Yeah, I got the interaction that maybe she was like 18 going on 19. I guess she would have had to been 18. She was giving yeah. me vibes, police stuff aside, of the yeah. people who graduated when they were 17. And then there was that weird, awkward middle ground of like, oh, I'm not 18 yet, but I've graduated from high school. I think okay. they do mention it later on, like the police officers like... This isn't a place for an 18 year old or something. Mm. <laughs> They're then... like just clearly stating this is a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably 25, 28. <laughs> and I'm a rookie officer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think she does say, like, I didn't go to college like you or I don't have my college planned out. So yeah. they're, I'm glad that, that they had a character for that, like that awkward phase of not going to college and graduating, but still wanting to do something. Uh, We get set up that the blonde girl, whose name at this point we still didn't know, but her name is Jenny. There's this guy named Zach, and she like almost runs him over. And I can't decide whose fault it is because she's going very fast out the driveway, and he is a pedestrian, but like he didn't seem to look at the very fast car because the driveway was like really long. So they're both at fault which yeah. I don't think is the point, but it turns out she has a crush on him. She finds out, I think I wrote it wrong, but she's like, why are you walking? He's like, I'm going to a car wash. I want to shine your tires. And it was supposed to be like some sort of sexual innuendo, I think. Oh, and she he was really into her and she was really into him. And I was like, girl, you could do better. I think they were both just like so nervous that they couldn't accept the other person would actually like them. Like they were building, they were like pre-planned their conversation. So they weren't actually like, and super awkward. Yeah, yeah. It was entire entire interaction. Then there's a part where the artsy girl gets called by it says like rental units on her phone, and I was like, I couldn't tell if it was an apartment or like a storage facility or her parents. Oh my gosh, it's probably her parents. <laughs> it definitely is because I was waiting, and she was like, "Okay, bye, dad," because that's when he calls you all about the parking tickets. But it was like right. parental units is fine, but when it says rental units and you've established she's like kind of an adult, I'm like, oh no, she's gonna get kicked out of her I house. Know. Okay, yeah. So they find out both of these girls are up for the same internship an internship with this like italian photographer who of course is like well i don't know there's two of you you figure it out i'm deciding just now that there's no interview like you could have decided that i would be so like i like for job interviews and stuff where you go there and they're like oh actually we're doing this now instead i'm like i had to drive here with my gas money i had to pay to park i had to take time out oh my god yeah Let's not talk about that. Okay. Basically, they have to deliver a new project by 
the end of the weekend. It's clear that the that Jenny isn't really into this internship. She's like, she's like, this is perfect. I planned this out. This will give me like the edge for college. And so yeah. you can tell from the start that this is like a career move and not like a passion. It's like one of the rich kids who takes the internship that you like actually really need because you can't network because your family doesn't know anybody. And they're just like, I don't know. I was bored this semester. Right. And then that's probably what we see from Lola too is, you know, she's always looking, scrounging for money. Yeah. So like that's why this opportunity that presents itself makes sense for her. Even though she is spending a lot of money on smoothies, those are not cheap. Look like a four dollar smoothie at, at least. least. <laughs> but <laughs> she smells she spills that smoothie. And Classic, then... by the way. Classic spill. Oh yeah. They spill it on the carpet. There were no consequences either. I wanted no. the guy to freak out or be like, this is magnificent art. Oh, that would have been good. Instead, he says, dazzle me with your projects by next Monday. But there's a big hullabaloo and their phones get switched. because. Oh, yeah. Because of the smoothie. Don't you hate when that happens? Happens all the time. I like. I know everyone has this exact same <laughs> Otterbox phone case i love that neither of them had the same case or home screen like no, you leave an interview different. like that and i'm texting josh like dude i just messed up an interview oh my God, right. smooth <laughs> on their carpet but, like you're already freaking out because you know you fucked it up instead they just like don't get on their phones like these are teenage yeah. and not even teenage girls they're just humans and today yeah, like, right. they're checking twitter on their way to the car and also how do you not okay sure you pick up the wrong phone you get to your car the first thing you do is oh crap i grabbed that girl's phone like yeah. i need to find her right now i need to call my own phone number in it problem solved i do enjoy how like modern movies especially horror movies have to contend with the cell phone thing like do they use them do yeah. they not use them do they have the scene where they're like oh no my phone battery is dead I kind of liked how they used it in this movie because they existed, but yeah. they were very much like, don't call your parents because we will all get in trouble, okay? Yes. Keep Even it on the Even the kids DL. had cell phones. Which yeah. that actually does tie back into the original movie. You know, instead of calling the parents and saying, hey, we're, we're stuck downtown and we're going to get in a lot of trouble. No, we have to keep going. Right. <laughs> we cannot right. not let our parents know. Like, we're already in, like, max amount of trouble, so we can't get in more trouble at this point. So let's yeah. just roll with it. <laughs> Ugh, Lola is getting in all sorts of trouble. She, so, has the wrong phone. She's getting a parking ticket. She, like, gets a phone call from the guy that Jenny was really into, and she's like, I'm not interested in you. Bye. She's having a time in that car. A lot of things happened at once. She's basically, I think, trying to sabotage Jenny since Jenny's like trying to steal her gig that she doesn't even need. Also, these girls were both had their phones like not on silent in an interview. Oh my God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is stressing me out a lot. But uh, Jenny got a call and it was somebody being like, oh, I, I need a babysitter. And she's like, no, I'm sorry. I'm babysitting the Coopers. And then so when Lola has Jenny's phone, the Andersons call back and they're like, I'm desperate, we'll pay double. And she's like, oh yeah, I have a billion dollars worth of parking tickets because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it. Right. She plans to pretend to be Jenny's friend for this babysitting gig. That'll pay double. So I think she was getting like $20 an hour. So she's going to be getting $40 an hour. Holy crap. Yeah. Anyone got some kids they need sitting? <laughs> nope. I have babysat recently. It is pretty decent money. I babysit for free. I'm doing it wrong. I always like, I don't ask for money, but if they give me money, I'm not going to be the person who like resists it. So that's fair. Like they'll usually do the thing where they assume that I'm going to resist it and just like hide it in my purse. So it's made of money later. Jenny goes to the car wash to get her tires scrubbed. What was the, there was like specific phrasing that oh, left yeah. my brain the second he said it. I like, I'll scrub your tires down or something. I'll wax your tires. It was something that <laughs> like didn't super make sense but she was like oh he wants zach wants to wax my tires i was like mm, okay but uh, the thing he said was like oh i'll even something about the tires i'm like isn't that in that's part of a car wash like, you <laughs> like getting that anyway but zach's pissed at her this would be the time where she'd hold up her phone and be like it's not mine somebody stole it but she's confused because she has no idea that Lola would have answered the phone because she right. seems kind of naive, maybe. Yeah. Um, so let me get to the Andersons' house. And they kind oh. of establish, like, really, really quickly, they establish who the kids are and what they're into. Oh, yeah. So the, the oldest is up in his room buying tickets that we don't know about yet. There's the little girl in roller skate who wants to be the derby queen like she's super oh, pumped yeah. about it so cool. doing her thing and then you have uh the little brother which actually was my absolute favorite he reminded me of a character on a show nobody here has watched called fuller house where there's like a very <laughs> yes <laughs> have you watched it 
Yeah. <laughs> it's not the same kid, but it reminds me of the like the prissy. Looked very familiar. Yeah, yeah, it's not this. Yeah. I looked it up because it seemed like it, but but he was great. He was preparing cupcakes for a junior baker's competition. I need the right ingredients. I don't know what I need. Hmm. He was like tasting everything in the kitchen. Yeah. I was like, yes, it's like cute. you're like 10 years old and you're like doing this amazing thing. Aww. He'd made like melted gummy worm yeah. frosting, which actually sounded amazing. I would like to try that. Ooh. Yeah, and although it was totally like, mm, oh yeah, that's awesome, kid. Way to go. So good babysitter. A good start. Yeah. Yeah, everyone was yeah. was good. Meanwhile, Jenny is babysitting at the other people's house, the Cooper's house, and there's this adorable little girl who like is just wants to get dressed up with her mom and wear like diamond earrings and be pretty and cute. Was she your favorite? She might have been. And then she's like, "Yeah, well, I want to wear diamond earrings, but at least I'm not shaving my head like my sister." And then they cut to the other sister who's trying to shave her head. Oh my. It seemed like, I don't want to say like a cry for help, but something that you do when you're like a teen where you're like, hope your parents catch you. So you can be like, no, yeah. I'm a rebel. Just let me do it. For her little sister to know that the other sister was about to do it. And then the mom to walk in there at the exact moment, she was like hovering it over her head. It was like, I don't think she really wanted to do it. I think she wanted somebody to stop her. Right. So we have at this point, Lola's babysitting the Coopers. Mm-hmm. And that is Emily, who's the, no, I got that backwards. Jenny's babysitting the Coopers, which is Princess Girl and the Emo Girl, Emily and Katie. And then Lola's babysitting Bobby, who's the baker, Trey, who's the older one, and then AJ, who's the Derby Girl. Cool. This Sweet. is why we don't know their names. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Lola is very laissez faire about this whole babysitting thing. Mm-hmm. She's like, cool, this is great. Very easy. They've got a hot tub. I'm going to go to the hot tub. You guys have fun. But they said specifically don't mm-hmm. use the hot tub. Right. But like, that's for the kids. Why did they have a swimsuit sitting on their dryer that was the exact size of like an 18 year old girl though? Ask questions. <laughs> like that part was weird to me because she's like, oh, there's a swimsuit right here and it fit her perfectly. It was so it's funny. For all the babysitters. <laughs> it's a test. Like Until do not dad use the hot tub. something creepy and then they have to get in at one. What? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Yes. Moving far away from that. <laughs> yep. This is not the 87 version, okay? <laughs> right. The roller derby girl, we find out she's sad because there's supposed to be a derby competition. Her dad, who is maybe Scottish, had promised her that they would get to go to. He had an accent of some sort. I couldn't tell what it was. He was like, oh, I forgot that we had this really important gala. Yeah, but so how do, you, how do you miss that? I feel like maybe mom does all the scheduling. Like mom is CEO of the family. And so dad's like, yeah, sure. Let's do Derby. My calendar's free, but he hasn't like synced his Google calendar in like a week. That sounds like a thing. Bad decom daddy. I mean, he was fine. He was good. He was just careless. Oh, there's a dog, which is like not really that important, but the dog needs relaxation and is very like white furred, like poodle. Oh yeah. Lady marmalade. Jenny overfills the washer soap very much. Oh my God. When I saw that. I wanted to cry. Like, yeah. it killed me to watch her do that. I, she was just so careless throughout the whole thing. Oh, my thing. gosh. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't even because it would cut, make a mess. It was because washing detergent is expensive. And it I'm really like, girl, <laughs> you're pouring liquid gold down the drain. Maybe more than gold. Maybe. Platinum. And then she wasn't creeped out by the, the swimsuit we previously mentioned. That was right. just, like, sitting that there. And that's exactly what, like, distracted her. Size. Oh. Yeah. Um, but like I said, she's a little too lax about this babysitting thing and things take a turn for the worst really quickly. The cupcake kid starts a fire, a little fire. On the stove he's not supposed to be using. In the kitchen. The dog gets scared and like is really worried. Everything's going wrong, basically. And she's locked out because she's in the hot tub where she's not supposed to be. Like within 20 minutes of getting there. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fast. She's locked Kids are out. Screaming, in a uh, suit. House is house. shattering, falling apart. And she's like, oh my God, what do I do? And like banging on the door, like, let me in, let me in. So the house is burning down. And yes. this is when Jenny is like, hey, this isn't my phone. I should like call and figure out like what's going on. So she calls the little skater girl answers and she's like, hey, what's up? There's a fire in the house. <laughs> Everything's falling apart. That's when Jenny is like, oh crap, I have to go figure this out or else my reputation will be destroyed the little kid steals her mom's earrings which nothing ended up happening to them and it was stressing me out the entire movie yeah the older one may have done something to her hair they don't like establish it at all but she's wearing a beanie for like 90 minutes and it's not 
cold out. So, but we find out that she wants to meet Trey, oh the son gosh. of the Andersons. Speaking of Trey, as Jenny is pulling up to the house that Lola is at, Trey is climbing out of a window, like just legit leaving to go get tickets for psychic rockets. They end up needing to go to the city to try to find Trey because the right thing would be for Jenny to stay at the house with everybody and then maybe Lola, who knows the city, to go find Trey. Oh, yeah. Instead, they decide that they should take like 19 children in a minivan to the city. A a uh, recently detailed uh, suburban. Like inside and out. Yep, that looks pristine. Her dream car. Aim higher, lady. Yeah. She, I, there was a moment where she's like, ew, we're not taking the minivan into the dirty, grimy city. And not, oh, we're not taking it into the city because we don't look like idiots going up to like a really fancy event and handing and over the minivan <laughs> with like two Wait. people over to the valet. Are, are you guys dissing minivans? Cause I no, drive I'm not. It's just <laughs> in this circumstance. It was like, I think minivans serve a purpose, but like for the type of event they're going, like the reason to not take the minivan isn't because it just got detailed. It's because like there's two of you and it's an entire minivan. Oh, oh yeah, God, right. And you have like another option. Yeah. Take, take the Lamborghini. That's yeah. Yeah. You live in a mansion, basically. <laughs> oh, I guess. Jenny is like a super, super slow driver and everybody's like passing by them. And the yeah. cupcake boy wants to go to the grocery store, which doesn't pay off. I thought they were going to have like another mini side adventure okay. at the grocery store. No. But there was a point where they were like, hey, a bike literally just passed you and i love that they showed like the top-down view of someone on a bike just passing the car yeah trey what is this okay 14 years old who was giving this kid a ride into the city it looked like they drove for a while and then how was he getting around like where is he getting this money for the ticket from how do his friends get there i don't get it this might be hard since we're in Austin, but it seems like they're in a city that has a decent, decent public transit infrastructure. Yeah. Um, my and brain so, like, can't compute that. Oh, immediately the laundry detergent's going everywhere. It's bubbling over. And the dog is eating the pasta sauce that the little boy was apparently making for his cupcakes. <laughs> okay. Tomatoes and chocolate, right? Like, that makes sense. Oh, I don't like it. <laughs> so they reach the pawn shop immediately the little girl's like i have to pee the rule is no kid left behind every oh god every kid has to go into this creepy pawn shop <laughs> no child left behind <laughs> the pawn shop is doing like a shady animal sale over the phone for ferrets ferret with like a purple streak it made it look like ang the last airbender oh yeah it had, like the purple streak it looked like the arrow he has it it was called um platinum ferret yeah it was selling for like ten thousand or a hundred thousand hundred thousand yeah okay. i couldn't remember if they were going by a like lot. amount kids would think was impressive <laughs> or a pound that was actually impressive i think it'd be funny if movies like this did kid numbers so they were like we'll sell it for fifteen dollars and then everybody was like oh my god we can't yeah. lose this that's um, worth dying over yeah. <laughs> you mean you'll trade me your copy of minecraft for this ferret you gotta make this happen okay but minecraft is like 30 dollars now <laughs> <laughs> i'm saying that's that's like a term that kids can get with a hundred thousand they're like i don't know can you get groceries with that i'm not sure <laughs> i don't know can you buy a copy of minecraft oh they go there and they ask the shady pawn shop guy Hub or something had to exist three years ago <laughs> but yeah. the kid had to go to like the creepy scalper at a pawn shop sure and the scalper is playing with a sword. The funny thing is, Lola's like, he doesn't want to tell her anything. And she's like, maybe they'll have to tell the cops you're selling concert tickets to minors. I'm like, that's not illegal. <laughs> I know. You I'm spend like, spend money. <laughs> yeah. The minor part's not really whatever. Then that's when the guy says that Trey came and then talked about pizza. Good for them, because if not, yeah. they would have been like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do now. Yeah. And the only, the only reason that they know where the pizza place is is because of Goth Girl. Yes. She's like, oh my god, I know exactly where he's gone. It's his favorite pizza place. Oh, I've heard, I guess. Uh, and then Maybe. we're like, oh no. Oh, wow. You have a very <laughs> you know what's crush. happening. <laughs> then the cup co- cupcake boy gets bit by the rare ferret. And oh, I thought more was going to come from that. Like I thought he was going yeah. to kill. Yeah. No. That's fine. He, they're all just looking around the uh the pawn shop as kids do. You're like, everyone stay together, don't touch anything. And immediately they just all run around and start touching everything. And yeah. a ferret jumps out and bites one of them. And then that makes the pawn shop guys want to chase them. I think, because the whole time it didn't seem like there was a ton of reasoning for them to chase them. I think they were literally just chasing them to get the picture that Loa had taken of the man holding the ferret. Like, yeah, 
they just wanted her to delete that photo, I think. Right. If she had done that, like, in front of them, I think they'd be like, okay, have a good night. Right. They can't have proof that they stole the ferret. So, I don't, that doesn't seem like a ton. They could just be like, delete the picture while they're, like, running (laughs) after them. It was just weird that there wasn't a more, like, I guess in the original movie, if they're trying to, like, murder the children, they can't put that in the movie. I'm just trying to think I mean, of, like, what better. It could have been, like, one of the kids, like, pocketed something that was worth a ton of money. Or, or they something. could I have, just needed, like, like, held on to the ferret. Yeah, it was just, like, a little, that's, like, I think the only big problem I had with this movie is that, like, it didn't seem like there was enough motive for the bad guys to be chasing them for, like, a very good portion of the movie. Right. Yeah. These these kids aren't going to know what this platinum ferret, ferret is yeah. anyway. So, like, you know, oh, where'd you get that picture? I don't know, it was a pawn shop. I mean, if you got $100,000, you're going to gonna own the pawn shop anymore anyway you're gonna be gone yeah you wouldn't be gone though if your car got towed (laughs) (laughs) the big dumb can't read parking signs oh it's the true antagonist of this movie yep seriously the car got towed they have until midnight to pay a hundred dollars to get it out which is cheap by the way Uh, it's very cheap start with that 200 baseline in austin i love though as the person towing the car is pulling out. They like go through a, the biggest, grossest, grimiest puddle, and it just completely covers the car. Yeah, not detailed anymore. Oh yeah, the pawn shop guys know they're going to the pizza place because the scalper knew they were going to the pizza place, and right. they only have <laughs> this. I love how many like little problems there are that actually solve themselves. Like they only have ten dollars, and they need twelve dollars to get on the bus. But the girls are so annoying that the bus driver's like supposed to down. Just get on the yeah. bus. Josh, as a bus driver, bus driver, as a bus patron, <laughs> how do you feel about what they were doing? Because I wanted to die. Oh my god! It happens maybe every three days yeah. that this will yeah. someone will just get on the bus and be like, "I don't have a ticket. I don't know where it went. I used to have one. My student ID doesn't work anymore. What do you mean? I'm only thirty-two and I'm not a student. I haven't been for ten years." And you're just like, "Shut up!" In the freaking bus, we do not care. The driver, every single time that happens, is like, it's fine, go sit down. They're like, no, I insist. Let me go through my bag. Yeah, we're like, no one cares. Down. They find Trey pretty quickly. I think it was great how quickly that was resolved because I did not want to like have them just oh looking my for God, Trey yeah. the entire time. So that was nice. Um, they decide they need to scalp the ticket to get money for the car. Once again, little Lola, or no. <laughs> little Lola. <laughs> um, one of the kids has to go Princess. to the bathroom and everyone gets split up and jenny was like lola just watch the kids and she's like sure and immediately little emo girl's like i'm gonna go to the tattoo parlor she's like sure sounds cool so everyone gets split up again there's girls gossiping in the bathroom and they're like you would not believe who zach mangenbacher took to the concert he's taking dominique yeah i actually forgot zach existed me too. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, who? Uh, I lo- I, it was so random how, like, everyone from their school was just, like, there and knew yeah. who, who everyone was. Th- so everyone ends up making it back to the pizza place. The little emo girl now has a tattoo. It's just a henna tattoo. Don't worry. Like, chill out. And guess what? The pawn shop guys show up. And Cupcake Boy thinks it's because he took a candy bar that he Oh, lived. God. <laughs> yeah. The bad guys aren't going to leave until, oh, they do an alley chase. Yeah, so that's out. actually really intense. Yeah. Like, they're, they run, they hit the, the chain link fence, and it's locked, and those guys are like, where'd they go? They're right there! And they, like, chase them into a building. And I appreciated the fact that they actually made it a little dark. Like, yeah. the fact that that was, like, I think it was, like, a cleaning facility. Like a... A robot cleaning, because, uh, like, the clothes yeah. were all being cleaned without anybody there. Right, yeah, like the commercial yeah. laundry. This was a really cool part where all the suits are to be cleaned <laughs> are like hanging up and they're like going around a conveyor belt thing and there's like things moving and there's lights flashing. It was cool. The kids decide to hide like in the suits even though their faces are out and it was not a good hiding yeah. space, but it no. was very funny. Yeah. And then the guys are like trying to reach for their feet as they're dangling in the suits in the air. <laughs> So this is actually kind of a callback to the original movie as well, because in the original movie, when they, they're actually like escaping through the top of uh, an air vent and they're like walking across a metal beam to escape the bad guys Ooh. after they've been caught. So it's like, you know, 
that no. we're, we're escaping they're not going to see us and then all of a sudden they see us and we have to run the parents are at the gala gala and the gala gala i think you can say it both ways okay yeah. are you from the north or from the south from the midwest so that, that doesn't help <laughs> from la gala they don't have gala around there gala Oh yeah, they're gonna scalp the tickets, and then the pawn guys show up. The, the pawn shop bad boys show up, and the officer comes up and sees her selling tickets, and she's like, "Selling those here at the site of a venue is illegal," which I don't know about laws there, but I think most places, if you're selling them for face value, it's fine. And if anything, they would have been like, "Can you not do that here on this property?" And then she says she's donating the tickets, and then he accuses her of bribing, bribing, and she gets arrested, and he keeps the ticket. Presumably, goes to the concert that they go to later. <laughs> oh yeah she gets arrested she straight up gets arrested and the kids are standing there taking photos <laughs> yeah she's pretty good which which you know we we haven't actually talked about the photos that have been going on throughout the movie oh yeah like those are really those were actually i really enjoyed those a lot like i thought nice. it added this little like thing to a movie that i haven't seen before they were good they were cute photos yeah they were cute photos of all the like memorable moments of the night i think would be funny if it's like the parents find them like the kids have those pictures somehow still and like they totally got away with it except they like leave this like photo album out and they're like wait a minute that is that is the end end. (laughs) oh that does happen yeah oh my god i didn't see that part okay was it after the credits spoilers the very very end after the credits okay they Lola sends out the photos to all the kids and so they're all on their iPads like oh laughing and having a good time and then the very last scene is the mom being like oh my god I think I've got like the decoms are just in my head now like I didn't the girl's hat gets taken off the goth emo girl and it turns out she had dyed her hair with like green streaks which actually looked like really good I don't know when she had time to do that I don't know either that would have taken a lot of work because she would have to bleach it because she had darker hair yeah but it looks good a professional yeah yeah and then Ginny freaks out about it too which was seemed a little out of character to me right to be fair they're in the middle of a police department uh everything's going wrong being chased by two bad guys right after Jenny freaks out and she like gets really mad at the little girl um the roller derby derby girls come in yeah in the middle fighting and i was like oh my god this is fun yeah they the derby girls got brought into the station because they were fighting off of the court or whatever the ring the little girl gets really excited and she gets to meet jailer swift which is the coolest derby name jailer swift i love that name they get to take a cute photo and everything it was cool while lola and jenny they go at it a lot they're like well you did this you didn't do this and i'm like girls calm down Anyway, while they're in the middle of fighting, the bad guys almost kidnap little skater girl who has the camera, and she ends up doing, like, all these moves and skating through the middle of downtown. She ends up getting to, like, go under the spike rack in this really cool move, and then the guy who's chasing her has to, like, go around and then almost gets hit in the car that, or by the car that Lula's now driving, which is their car because they dropped the keys. It was a very quick scene. And when when did... um green hair girl i cannot think of her name anyway when did when did she make a call to her parents because it happened oh. in the police station right yeah it was in the police station she oh, called yeah. and like leaves a voicemail yeah. we're we're on, we got arrested we're at the whatever jail center like come come get us now it's oh like, my oh, God. right <laughs> lola ends up calling the anderson's mother who's giving a speech and she has her these people don't put their phones on silent she's giving a no. speech on stage and she answers the phone, and then Lola's just like, oh, I'm checking in on you. It's the premium caregiver package. Oh, God. And she's like, yeah, everything's going well, I guess. Thanks. If I were a parent in that situation, my mind would be like, this girl has her boyfriend and or girlfriend over and is yep. trying to see when I will be home to make them leave in time. Yeah, uh-huh. probably. Yep. The group runs inside of a building and they lock a door behind them and then the bad guys know a guy that will help them get into the front and it turns out they're at a concert. I thought this was like oh, the God. concert and it was that easy to get in the whole time. Right. It's not. It's someone's like DJ set and yeah. as they're yeah. running around <laughs> through the halls, they end up backstage and then they walk out onto stage in the middle of this guy's set. He's like no you can't just leave my stage you interrupted me so now you gotta spill the rage 
I thought this was going to be so problematic. <laughs> I was immediately, because it's like, this was the only part of the movie that there's really not white people. They end up at this like random weird slam poetry meets DJ set. And the rap was like, I tried to babysit, but I can't do it. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, that's it? That's, oh. Okay, so do you remember the original movie? Not really. They walk into a jazz club. Oh, which is- no. Yeah, it's it's all black people. They're the oh. only white kids that walk in. <laughs> and he says the exact same thing. Like, you ain't going nowhere <laughs> until you show us your soul or something like that. And it's just like, oh, yeah, okay, they did it. And that's why I was like, oh, God, it's going to be problematic. I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> yeah. Where are they going with this? And it actually, it was cute. The, like, MC, like, the bad guy show up and is also on stage. And then, like, everybody loves the kids now because they're the next hip-hop stars of America. And... Mm. So he's like, no, we like them now. You're bad, clearly. You can't chase them. (laughs) Some of the parents show up at the police station to find the kids, and then they explain the situation, then the cops laugh at them. And I was confused because then those parents are back at the gate. Like, they go back and forth between being at the gala and then not at the gala. Gala? God damn it, that's going to drive me crazy. (laughs) The mom is like, no, everything is fine. It's all, it doesn't matter. It's not a big deal. Well, the dad is the one who heard the voicemail left by his daughter, who was like, dad, help us, we're at the police station. (laughs) Which, as a dad, I would probably also be concerned. I think the mom's like, the kids are either dead or not. We'll deal with it when we find out. Like, (laughs) we can't help them now. date night. (laughs) Yeah, it's date night until 10 p.m., then we'll worry about it. AJ tells Jenny, AJ's the emo girl. She tells Jenny that, no, AJ's not. That's the wrong name that I put there. Whoops. Emo emo girl, girl. she looked like an AJ. Emo girl tells Jenny that she feels like an invisible dork, and that's why she dyes her hair so she can be, like, seen. And then Jenny's like, you're not. And if Trey doesn't notice you, then it's his loss because you're awesome. I guess it was cute. I feel like everyone can relate to that story a little bit. It did feel like a weird spot for like a heartfelt moment, but I felt like they needed to have one in the movie. So like this is where it had to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Kids decide that the only way to deal with the phone message is to delete the message by going to the gala and stealing the phone. Also stealing money from mom's backup purse money. Yeah. Yeah, the hundred dollars. <laughs> Which the mom is so loaded that she like doesn't bring up or notice that like a hundred nope. bucks just got jacked from her, mm-hmm. like whatever. So they decide they have to go to this gala where the parents are, where they could be all discovered. But you know what? It'll be fine. So they go into the party and they walk through the front doors and the guy's like, uh, what are you kids doing out so late? And the security guard's like saying that. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, we're actually, uh, we're here to look at the stars. And he's like, Mercury's in retrograde. <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, that sounds right. Go ahead. <laughs> oh yeah, the party's at a planetarium. Yeah, 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 that's right. So the kids sneak in and little cupcake boy goes right to the kitchen where these chefs Same. are arguing. He's like, I know this is my opportunity. I can really make something here. They have so many ingredients. Like I'm going to find the thing for my cupcakes. He gets like the chef's hat and like throws it on. It's like, I'll save your dessert. And he just like starts to go into work and he's like, I need you to get me X, Y, Z. And the, the chef's like, who are you? Loses his accent, his French accent completely. And the kid goes, I am your sous chef. Oh. And then... <laughs> Lola goes to the coat check and steals a coat so she can cover up her clothes and look fancy. And then she has to learn how to walk in heels. So she puts on a fancy fur coat and, you know, walks right up to the parents. And then the cooking kid, like he goes through all these ingredients and like tries a bunch of them. And then he gets a sheet of dried seaweed and crumples that up onto the chocolate, which sounds disgusting. Uh, I mean, I tried to imagine the flavor profile. I don't think it works with pudding. No, with like dark chocolate, maybe. That's what I was going to say. Like a dark cacao seaweed, like salty something. They were eating chocolate mousse. But it was chocolate mousse. Yeah. <laughs> with raspberry with, on it. With just flakes of seaweed. Well, so. now we have to test it. So Nah. So this is when she like goes to talk to the parents of the family she's not babysitting for. The bad guy finds Jenny, but like while that they keep cutting back and forth, Jenny's like talking to the parents and she's like, Oh, this coat's great. It's cashmere. And then she drops it and very clearly steals money from them. The parents are like, We don't know who you are and we don't really care. Like we're just we're trying to have our date night, okay? 
at this very second, the ferret gets loose in the gala. Oh no, oh, the oh, ferret, oh. we all remember. Everyone start screaming. Everyone get up and run. <laughs> I, really, I like ferrets. They're actually really nice and cute. <laughs> I know. People were f- freaking out a lot over a little ferret. Like, have y'all never seen a ferret? Do they just not know what it is? And they're like, this skinny rat's going to get us. <laughs> Well, especially scientists. Like, this is yeah. a scientist thing. Like, come on, oh, my God. Right, right. <laughs> the uh, one lady, too, it, like, lands on her foot, and she's, like, standing there, and she's just screaming, it's on my foot, it's on my foot, just move your foot. <laughs> but, okay, the ferret was flying around this room. Like, one minute it was on someone's foot, <laughs> it was on the table across the room, the next it it's moves. on her foot. It seemed like uh, there were 20 ferrets there, but there's just... I was going to say, there was actually three. <laughs> yeah. Trey and AJ are talking. She's like, you're not boring. And it's super flirty. And he's like, I think you're cool, but your music is super boring. Which as a former little emo girl, like that is shots fired, man. You leave Simple Plant out of this. Lola reveals to Jenny that she messed up the chance at going to this, like that she like pulled back the buzz off at the beginning of the movie, a plot point we all cared about. Yeah. At this point. Lola and Jenny were just getting along finally. Like things were working out. You're like, oh, wow, they're cute. They're friends. No. After this, Jenny was, like, peeved. She was, like, actually pissed. Lily didn't need to reveal this, I feel like. But, I mean, I guess it would have come out eventually, but maybe Zach would have just been, like, kind of confused and have been like, oh, whatever, we're dating now. It doesn't matter. Right. I feel like she could have been like, I'm sorry, I didn't know this was, like, an important person to you. It doesn't go that way. So everything is still going wrong at the house. The alarms are going off. The dogs have in chaos you know, everything's still a mess. So they have to make it back home ASAP in order to cover up the night's issues. This is when Lola is like, that's important. Yeah. But like, what's more important is that you like try to hook up with your mans. Right now. Concert right now. But also we need to leave the concert immediately after you make up with him because we do not have time for you to watch the concert. (laughs) We don't. Because we have 15 minutes to get home. Yeah. (laughs) To make the hour long drive we previously made. Yeah. So to get into the concert, they're like, oh no, how can we get in? It's super sold out and tickets are being scalped for a billion dollars. Just give me your camera. And so they very, she gets to take the memory card out. And also like, Jenny's like, you don't need to do this. And she's like, no, I do need to do it. I'm like, Lola, you don't need to, she can just call back later. Like the concert is not like the one shot. Actually, by the time they get in, it's over. It's done. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's the classic Disney love moment. Gotta um, have it. You know, it. like, you gotta have it. You have to go and, like, take your glasses off and let your hair down. And... Yeah, the makeover she gets is, like, we need to make you look, like, not such a tight tight ass. Oh but, God. like, that's Zach, Zach liked her. He liked her yeah. already. Aww, it's not, like, a moment where true. we need to convince the jock that the nerd is hot. Like, he's already buying what she's selling. But they give her a makeover to make her kind of like Lola and they give her some rings and they hustle her hair and they tie her flannel at the waistline and then they're like oh you look so good but she still she doesn't look that different she just put on whatever disney okay she wasn't wearing glasses we had to establish that she's hot now somehow and guess what it works yeah pretty because he already likes her (laughs) right it's all been a misunderstanding the zach guy wasn't even there with a different girl the girl was a friend and she had a boyfriend too so he was like, yeah, I was just here alone. Josh, guys and girls can't be friends platonically. It's impossible. Oh, I know. Oh, my God, guys. I just realized based on my notes, the family's names are the Andersons Anderson and the Coopers. Coopers. It's Anderson <laughs> Coopers. <laughs> oh, my God. We're all, we're all, we're, we're all going to get destroyed. Like, that's <laughs> that steel fox is going to come in here and cut our heads right off. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay, anyway, <laughs> the parents are headed home. The gala is over. The timer has been set. They have to be home. Date night's over. Before things, before it all goes down, you know? They still haven't gotten the car back. They couldn't totally done that while like Jenny oh, and yeah. the boy were having a moment because they all <laughs> needed to be there for that. They convince the lady it's after midnight and she's closing up exactly at midnight, which is relatable as a like mm-hmm. retail yeah. worker she's like i'm and, tired i worked yeah. today it's midnight i've worked a very long day they yell at her a whole lot and go into the tow building anyway so they get the car back i guess don't mess with the babysitter i'm like girl get out of here and just like close it extra hard and be like i'm not i'd be like make it 120 dollars. yeah 
They were kind of mean to her, though. They were. She was doing her job. I mean, like, to- getting your car towed sucks, and usually, like, it feels like it shouldn't be happening. Yeah. But, like, we've established that Lola definitely doesn't follow any parking laws ever, so if anybody deserves it, it's her. Yep. I, I feel like the towing lady was also very generous by saying, I will be open until 12. You can yeah. come yeah. find me. Uh, they, we have the montage. This movie did have kind of every cliche that you needed. Oh, in yeah. Because now we get the montage of them cleaning up the house really fast. I think that's where the 15 minutes actually comes in. They're like, they're going to be home in 15 minutes. They just let us know. And it's like, we have to clean up everything in this house. And dry the dog. That's the part the that dog. was unbelievable. Like <laughs> oh washing gosh, dogs. Take a stuff. bath. Yeah, drying and, the... That would have stained it. And the kid, like, power washed the car. If I was a parent and I saw the rug, like the pasta sauce spilled on a rug, which the girl hides... I would rather just know, want to know about the pasta sauce spill. That's fine. I get it. You're it. babysitting. It's fine. I think that was the fire. It was the fire. The, Which is very scary. Oh, God. <laughs> you should yeah. just, like, throw away the rug and pretend like it's been missing for a while. Yeah. My. The kids are all like, you're the best babysitters ever. And, like, they're not. They're not even a little bit. They're very bad. They might be good friends. Good friends, bad babysitters. The rookie cop pulls over Lola as she's leaving, and he has her license, and he's like, ooh, driving without... How did he know where she was? Yeah, right? that's what he's I was wondering. all over the place. He's very creepy to me. It seems like an abuse of power. I don't like him. I mean, that, that whole relationship, uh, whatever you want to call it, was kind of creepy from the yeah. get-go. Like, was it necessary for anything? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like any any original movie, it's a relationship between one of the baby or the babysitter and like fraternity guy that was at a college. There's like a party and they they end up there. But he's like obviously a freshman, you know, so it's like he's a freshman. She's a senior. She's going to college. So like those made sense. But this this one was a little weird. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? He's the police dude still asks her on a date and she's like, "Ah." I guess. But it seems like he's almost saying like, oh, you're technically driving without a license right now. I write you a ticket or you go on a date with me. Zach shows up to talk to Jenny because we haven't had enough closure on this relationship. Do we care at all No, 0%. I don't care about any of the romance. Does he have any personality? Zero. Okay, so so Zach shows up and they're talking and the kids are like leaning out the window like, kiss her. And then she's like, wait, what? What are you doing? And that actually happens in the original movie too. So. <laughs> Smooches now. Back at the internship interview the next day, Jenny shows up again, could have just been an email or something. She shows up at the interview itself to tell Lola that she's not going to do the interview because she can tell if photography is her passion. Like she's taking the summer off. I thought that was nice. But also, I don't know if you needed to say it. I think it was fine that she told her because it seems like she was kind of learning something from Lola. Like, hey, I need to like relax a little bit and I don't need to like fill every spare moment. I just wish the scene hadn't have happened like at the interview. Because like, what if you're at a job interview and gosh, if you and I like applied for the same position and we're like both up for it and then you go there and you're dressed up very nicely and you're like, psych, I'm not actually interviewing. I'm going to go now. You deserve this. (laughs) Like, thanks. Like that really get in your head. Yeah, it'd be weird. Yeah, and then after the credits, the uh, the cool photos, they get sent out to um, all the kids and then uh, inadvertently one of the moms. <laughs> the scene that I wrote with my brain. Yeah. Yep. And that's it. That's The Adventures in Babysitting 2016 Disney Channel original movie. I don't know if I would have called that an original movie, but at the same time, I think they did. I think they did a decent job making it their own. So. You yeah. do? Okay. I was concerned as I was watching this because I was like, I remember the original a little bit. Yeah. And I don't know if this is the holds up, but I also didn't rewatch the old one. After watching this movie, is there any lessons you've learned for your next babysitting adventure? I learned to be not be such a tight ass, but to also kind of be a tight ass. There's a middle ground of your ass tightness. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I think I I think Clary took that one. <laughs> Best lesson learned. <laughs> wow. I would say I learned when to call it quits and to ask for help. That's good. Good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I learned that if I'm gonna have an epic night to leave <laughs> my purse at home, not have my phone on me, and go into the city. That sounds nice. Yeah. I could do two truths and a goof because I prepared it ahead of time. Tim, have you done this before? 
I have. You listen. Yeah. Okay. And I listen all the time. So. Oh. Two truths and a goof. Ready. Okay. Done. This was inspired by the 1987 Adventures in Babysitting. This was the 100th GCOM. Or originally, Miley Cyrus and Demi Lovato were set to star in this as Lola and Ginny in 2010. I'm going to say it's the last one. Um, I think I'll go with the second one then. Tim was right. Yeah. It was supposed to be Miley and Raven Simone in 2009. Oh my gosh. So I had two eyes in my life. Rating. Josh. Oh, I got to go first. (laughs) Alphabetical. I would give this a six out of 10. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not a bad movie. It was really long. (laughs) I'm going to give it 10 out of 10. Oh, you can't just throw out tens now. <laughs> it's the same. So last week I gave 10 out of 10 to a movie that was like pretty. This one's atrocious in the same way. I feel like these movies have become self-aware. It knows what it is. I would prefer to not have some of the creepier bits of the rookie. I would prefer not to have them do the weird like hip hop scene. And like there's a few lines that didn't need to be there. But like it's a decom. It knows what it is. Finally, like they're not trying to be anything. I know you're working on your thesis, but like this is not it. <laughs> I agree. Like they are, they are literally, they know what they are at this right. point. They're sentient. Yeah. <laughs> Be careful. Shit's going down soon. <laughs> Give them tens or they will get you. Yeah. Um, and you know, I would, I would actually give it an, an, a solid eight out of 10 um, because, you know, I, I really, really enjoyed the original um, 1987 film and I felt like, you know, I've said this a couple of times, but I feel like this did a really good job making itself its own while also taking some of the things that made the original great mom dad help we're at a police station and i need you to help i'm gonna send that to your parents the best way to help me is by leaving a review on itunes (laughs) i don't think that was the ticket nope (laughs) you'd like to tell us about your adventures in babysitting where where can they josh they can find us on facebook iTunes, Twitter, everywhere that you can find things. Also listen to us wherever podcasts are. Like iTunes. Like iTunes or Spotify. <laughs> We're there. And if you'd like to sponsor Podness Together. <laughs> Inquiries and money can be sent to Tim's email at gmail.com. <laughs> it has to be $120 though. Anyway, this was fun. Thanks for having me on. Thanks. Thanks You're for- probably our last guest. Wow.